guys and welcome back to noelle let's get real so last week was launch week that was kind of crazy but before we even get into life and what is going on first things first wait a minute we gotta get into candle of the week again i will always keep quoting this keep saying this i find things that help me in some way that's positive key keynote everybody tap tap listen up positive so we're going to start doing candles of the week candles just bring me some form of peace some form of clarity and you don't gotta explain nothing you find your peace you find your clarity keep it you don't have to explain any of that to nobody today because we already know what this is we keep it real we have a relaxed candle today did not start off great okay twice a month here we're going to have deep thoughts talks and that's the podcast where i'm keeping it 100 percent real we're always keeping it real but we're unfiltered on deep thoughts day okay because for 95 percent of us actually we're just gonna say 100 because no matter if you have an illness or not we're filtered we're filtered for majority of our day majority of our life even just sitting here trying to i don't know be something else not show too much of ourselves so on deep thoughts there's no filter we're just being human because that's what this is all about anyway but truth talk it's a tuesday right now as i sit and i speak with you guys and i didn't have a good night i was very sick very nauseous and a lot of pain woke up at a good old crisp 2 30 in the morning played woody puzzles i just like that again brings me clarity no clarity brings me clarity so i like to play that when i'm not feeling my best when i'm not feeling sick you know it's just straight silence it's literally a puzzle game but i just enjoy it it's been a rough day so i put and i'm burning right now my relaxed candle it has like these little citrus little elements you know <laughs> but that's what we have going on so we're gonna have candles of the week so before we get started don't forget to check out your girl's instagram it is noel underscore let's get real i do quotes of the week that's how we get started and each quote kind of gives a snippet into what each episode is going to be about so you know just support <laughs> it's all love i'm sitting here today and we're getting deep because it's deep thoughts week we're getting deep and what we're getting deep about is trauma i know you guys are probably like girl like this is episode two and we're already talking about trauma trauma girl yes i had to sit back and not let my trauma oh oh baby you hear that it's probably just like waves of like static probably right now yeah that was like my trauma my medical trauma peering back in what a lot of people don't realize is medical trauma is like legit it's legit babes medical trauma is so real it's not talked about for many people they're probably like what's medical trauma medical trauma is real it is one of these things that is deeply ingrained in you and as someone who has been sick since the age of 14 years old and is now 21 years old you're going to have trauma and honestly this past i would say year I've been really diving in to try to handle that trauma because what I wasn't realizing is, oh, I have a lot of it. I have a lot of trauma pertaining to my GI diseases and those factors. I have a lot of trauma within. I do have some trauma with my multiple sclerosis, but in like some way, I feel like that trauma got super pounded into me when I was young er because like <laughs> i had to add the er because like i'm not old you know i was young er emphasis on that because in like my gi literally the gi system came in and it said oh girl you thought ms was bad that's cool 
cool. <laughs> MS ain't got nothing. That's literally how it was going. Was like, MS doesn't have anything. So I always say this and it's something I think about a lot is these couple things. It's like trauma, medical trauma and pain can make you forget years of your life. Like it can literally cloud every great thing you've ever accomplished. I was healthy up until the age of, I'm gonna say 14. I didn't get sick until like halfway through being 14. And sometimes I'm laying in my bed at night. I'm not doing great. I'm calling my family. I'm calling my best friends. And something that held so prevalent to me, which was recently, because like the past couple months have not been great for me health-wise, but my best friend, Caleb, that's... I couldn't even sit here on this podcast and like try to describe to you how much Caleb means to me. He is just one of the best people I have in my life who, since before I got six, six, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because we didn't meet when we were six, so I guess that counts, but before I got sick, um, he was there, and then when I got sick, it's like if you needed someone to come in your life that's not family, that's not like anyone else, you just need them to come in your life and give you love and give you homeness and wholeness and sanity, You'll, you're going to get a Caleb. That's literally why I tell people, you're going to get a Caleb. You're going to get a Caleb, and he is one of the most magnificent people, but that's my best friend. I just went on to a 20, probably 30-second spiel on Caleb, because he's my heart. He's my soul. That's my bestie. I always tell him, I'm like, you're not even, like, best friend, your family. I would say about three weeks ago, he's not here with me physically because we don't go to, like, the same colleges or anything, but you don't always need someone to, like, be in your presence to give you love. And when I'm going through it, I'll just text him, and I can be like, my guy, like, I'm scared. What I realize is, like, I don't fear the unknown as much as I used to growing up because I have fears of things I can't control. I also have fears of things I know. I know what it feels like to be in this space and have no control over your symptoms, to be so sick beyond belief that there's nothing you can take, no pain medication, nothing that's going to quell that. And it's very weird in today waking up and it's that day where I'm literally up at 2 a.m., whole time i'm like please let me be able to fall back to sleep please let me be able to fall back to sleep let me take some medicine hopefully that would kick in so i can get like two hours of sleep before i had to go and get ready for class and do all these things and i was just like don't do this to me again don't do this to me again i'm this whole trauma and medical trauma is so deep-rooted that this type of thing is going to take like tons of episodes to really unpacked but Today, how am I going to get up here making this podcast about sitting with people, us just really feeling each other's love and being like, hey, you have these weeks and you have these months where like for months you just feel horrible, you feel sick and all you can do is put on a brave face. All you can do is find something that reminds you you're human in a good way so that you can get through it. And then you know, deep in yourself sometimes, you know, this little happiness I'm going to have again is going to be for like two weeks. You got to remind yourself, hey, that's two weeks from now's problem. So I'm like, okay, I'm not about to go on this podcast today and be like, hey guys, so today was great. This week was fantastic. You know, 
ate all the mints I wanted. I didn't need any ginger tea. I had no nausea, like no, because that's a lie. <laughs> it's false behavior. I literally, you would hear me say that all the time. I'm like, it's false behavior. Because truth is, I'm not Goliath. I'm not the strongest. But that's the thing. You don't have to be strong all the time. It's okay. And that's what I'm realizing is growing up, it got to the point where pain was just getting so bad for me to handle mentally, not even physically. I think physically it got to the point where I was like, man, I don't even know, but mentally? Mentally was a whole different ball game. It was this feeling of, I didn't even know what to expect of my life anymore. That it became to this point where I would block off every surgery that was excruciating. I would block off every pain that was horrible. And the thing is, I still do it now. I'm not sitting here 100% cured. I got all the answers for you. I don't. I don't have all the answers for you. And that's why I'm here. Because we don't have to have all the answers. But I know that I always just wanted to be able to talk to someone and listen to someone who's, oh no, like I have so much medical trauma and I lose it frequently over it. And I'm like, you can't apologize for it. I remember being like, I'm sorry. How can you apologize for something you're not aware of? Because I got a story for you. And this is a story that really only my family knows and my roommates because they had no choice but to witness this. Um, literally almost, I would say about like nine months ago, a couple of my friends were over safely, safely. I mean, girl... <laughs> I got an autoimmune disease, you know, I'm not getting crazy. Anyway, that's not what we're here for today. But um, they were over and one of my friends knocked into my side. It was a joke. Everyone was joking, right? When I got knocked into my side, I was like, ow. And then five minutes passed and I'm like, ow. And oh man, my intestines are spazzing. They're spazzing. If you ever had an intestinal spasm, I don't need to describe nothing for you. You already know. Intestinal spasm. I can't form a word for you. They're excruciating. That's all I got for you. I'm not an explain your pain type of girl, and my parents can attest to this. I will try to, but all I will say is that there is not a word that I can physically give to you that's going to describe that pain for you. It's just a feeling, you know? But I remember I had to work the next day, and I just started this job, and I was like spazzing. When I woke up, opened my eyes, I was just placed directly back into my last surgery which not even a full year I was maybe like six months out of recovery from getting my second um, feeding tube place so I was mm, girl uh your girl was still not doing too hot that was a very 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 rough surgery for me so I woke up I just woke back up in a hospital I was struggling to get out of my bed I was struggling to sit up straight it hurt to take deep breaths. And the next thing I knew, it was this overwhelming feeling of absolute dread. I didn't know what to do with myself. I felt ill. I felt sick. I felt shaky. And I felt terrified because I just felt like I was back in the hospital recovering from a surgery and that I'm stuck in limbo and that I have no control over this pain. Because all I could think about was I never wanted to feel this again, man. And then that's the first, it's not the first clue that I had medical trauma. That was just the first time where it hit me so violently and so terrifyingly that I was like, I have to figure out a way to, to do this, to deal with this, to find something. And 
that's almost a year from now. I mean, it was nine months ago, so not really a year. I'm a rounder. Y'all gonna figure that out. Someone can tell me that something is one fifty now by two dollars. They're like, oh, it's like one twenty five, two dollars. I'm a rounder. So nine months is a year. I'm a rounder, but <laughs> there we go. But it was just so scary. And lately, I've been having these weird feelings where last week I touched on it a little bit where you're surrounded in a room full of people but this loneliness that you feel is so suffocating it's so weird and it's so foreign and you can't really explain it to anyone around you because no one around you has an illness as well or has this very big monopoly of dice is just like boom 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 yeah that's like the dice is hitting my brain (laughs) there you go for that reference but no one else really can understand okay i know you got triggered knocking into your side how did it flash you back to six months ago when you were having the one of the worst recoveries of your life how did that flash you back and i said to do that you would have had to know me from the age of 14 to 20 actually now 20 at that time so 14 to 20 you would have had to know me for that expended period of time where I don't have to explain anything. You just know. Like, you just know off the bat. And for a lot of people who are young and chronically ill, there's only like a handful of people in your life that are going to know those type of things. So for me, it was like this weird in-between limbo. And I've been bouncing in and out, in and out, in and out of it. And the reason why I'm saying this today is because I feel like it's prevalent. A lot of times, as a chronically ill person, you think that you're supposed to be this pillar of hope and this, like, statue that everyone can look up to and everyone can be inspired by. And you keep telling yourself that, okay, so I might be in pain right now, but I need to figure out a way to hide it. I need to figure out a way to not allow people to see my weaknesses because for so long everybody's seeing your weakness every doctor who prods at you and then tells you you're fine oh girl wait to that episode because we got an episode for you i'm definitely going to try to bring some people on for that one that's for another day but there's going to be so many times in your life when you have to be so vulnerable and not vulnerable because okay you gotta get undressed for procedure no vulnerable is where okay you see my outside you see my insides and then you're seeing my spirit and you're seeing it get bashed and you have no control over that. So then it gets to this point where you're like, I'm horrible today, but no one's going to see that. I'm put on this brave face. I'm going to be a soldier. I'm a soldier. You push everything to the side because soldiers don't cry. That's what you tell yourself. So then when you when the soldier is back and they just need to be lifted up, you're like, I have no one like me that's going to know this. And it's because it's like, how do you explain to people not in that position, not in that feeling. Because the people who love you, they love you and they're going to try to be there for you. But how do you explain that? Like, you're ready to retire. You're tired. That you're tired. And you're not tired because you're giving up or because, like, you don't think there's any hope for yourself. No, you're just tired. And I think that sometimes it's like you feel like you can't say you're tired, that you're exhausted, or you just want things to stop because then people are like, oh no, oh no, let's relax a little bit. Moral of the story is we want to shield our vulnerability. We want to block it from who can see it and who can't because for so long all these choices were getting made for us. So tired of being a soldier. And then while you're in pain, boom, you're getting flashbacks, man. You are getting flashbacks. And I I tell people, I'm like, why are you apologizing? One of my good friends, I'm obviously not going to say their names, duh, but I'm sorry. I said, is it serious to you? Is it big to you? 
they're like, yes. I said, why are you apologizing? They're like, oh, well, you know, like some people might not. I said, okay. I said, how would I be sitting up here right now and being like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm losing my mind. I'm blowing my eyes out. I'm sorry that I'm crying because my side hurts so much. I'm getting flashback to a surgery. I'm sorry. Why am I apologizing for not being strong anymore? I think the strength of it all is that vulnerability. Strength doesn't come from being a statue and being marble because marble is actually very weak. And, you know, like stone, stone crumbles, marble crumbles, all that falls away. Strength is only a perception of what you think it is. And we're going to take a quick little meh and ginger break and then we're going to come back and we're going to get a little bit deeper into deep thoughts and what deep thoughts means and what it entails how am i building from this little medical trauma this is a deep episode make girls back again make girls back again all right we're back from our schedule mint break i promise i will not sing to you every week but also i might so i'm not even gonna sit here and pretend because mint girl look that's coined by my homie kendall that's my girl right there that's coined by her because she always calls me mint girl and then she actually does sing so no lie but i was just sitting here and thinking about a soldier and how the analogy that I use with trauma and pain and how what I'm realizing is that I was so stuck in being a soldier. Like I was so stuck in the mindset of always going to war because essentially I'm at war every day. And a lot of people who are sick are at war every day. And even if you're in this period where you're not having a flare up or you're not in the hospital, you're still plagued. I mean... You still take medication every day. The war is never 100% ending. And that's what I'm starting to realize is that when I start to have a couple of days where I'm feeling human again, I'm putting all this pressure on myself to like keep being human and keep living life and keep working and keep doing A, B, C, D, E, the whole alphabet and like being this pillar of hope, this inspiration, doing all these things, not realizing like, you're still in the war. The battle's not won. And it's okay if the battle's not won. It's just, how do you remember to remind yourself that soldiers are human too? That you're not a statue. You bleed. And that's what I'm trying to realize now. And this is why we're here. Deep thoughts is straight vulnerability. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here giving you all the answers. I don't have all the answers. I don't think anyone on this planet has all the answers to anything. I truly and wholeheartedly heartedly believe that through love and connection and finding people who can feel you on some wavelength, that that's how you start to build and heal. Because none of us, not one person is going to have all the answers to get you to where you need to be. But by finding someone else that has an illness, who's going through the same struggles, those two connecting paths and those two connecting wavelengths can start to make you get out of the war. And last week I was saying how 
I'm in this mindset and I'm trying to stay in this mindset because I'm sick. And I lived in this false sentiment of not being sick for so long that I started to believe it myself. You guys are probably like, how delusional is that girl? Uh, very delusional. But where does that stem from? Trauma. I was trying to tell myself, you're not sick. You're fine. You can do everything. You can do everything. Your sickness is not you. A lot of times people are like, oh, your sickness is not you. It doesn't define you. Truth. That's truth time. Your sickness doesn't define you. It isn't you, but it's a part of you. And you can't live your life in this way that it doesn't exist. And for a long time, I think that's what I've been doing. And that's the whole point of deep thoughts. I'm not here to give you all the answers because I don't have all the answers. The goal of Let's Get Real wholeheartedly is about me sitting here with people and being like, hey, I'm, I see you. I see you. You see me. We're in the same war. I see you. All right, let's be soldiers together. Because soldiers can lean on another soldier. That's what it is right there. Is you don't have to carry the weight. Full circle. Full circle. That's one of my favorite things. Full, I love a good full circle moment because that's what it's about. I'm not going to have everything. And neither is the next person next to me or the other person next to me. But what we have now is a community where now I'm sitting here. I was so worried for so long of trying to find a way to live my life besides my illness that I actually did that. I started to live it beside my illness. My illness was on the back burner. I started dragging it behind me like a weight, trying to forget it's not there. But every day I wake up and I take all these medications and I get hooked up to feeds every night. I have to take nightly medications. I have to do all these things for my feeding tubes. This is a part of me. And I think that's what I'm accepting. I Look at this. That's what I want. I want it to be. We're sitting here listening to each other talk because I want to have people on here. And we're talking is boom, Claire, you're sitting here. You're, that's what it is. It's, this is a part of me. I don't have to find a way to live a life beside an illness and be a soldier all the time and always going to war and always being inspiration. Because guess what? The people who are going to see me are going to see me. They're going to see me. I don't have a perfect answer for trauma. I don't know if I ever will. I think medical trauma is so complex that not one person can describe it. And my medical trauma reigns very deeply. It's in some ways a part of me and I'm figuring out a way to balance that and balance these two very distinctly different versions of myself because I, I try to be positive. I try to always be loving and caring and happy. But recently I'm like, no, feel it feel it if you don't feel it you're going to feel it eventually if you don't feel it now it's going to come you're going to feel that you are going to feel that pain okay because when I had my first mall surgery when I was 16 years old and I was in so much freaking pain and I blocked it off from my memory because I was just like I don't know what to do with that I don't know what to do with that what 21 year old me now oh well she has to deal with it I gotta deal with it just feel, man. Feel. And don't worry about being this soldier that everyone's looking up to because strength comes from seeing people like you, feeling things like you. It doesn't come from always seeing this pillar of hope. It doesn't. The real comes from the pain. Feel it. 
if I can leave anybody off with anything from today is feel it because look throughout this journey of let's get real I'm gonna have times on this podcast where I'm not gonna feel like me but it is me and that's what I'm starting to realize I'm like I didn't feel like myself and I said it is a part of me I didn't allow myself to feel it I didn't allow myself to acknowledge that I'm triggered by a lot of things when it comes to my health and now I'm trying to deal with that but that's why I'm here because I hope that people see like okay she's smiling and like all these pictures but deep inside she's fighting that same battle I'm fighting too strength doesn't come from performance strength comes from feeling so we are getting towards the end of the episode (laughs) What did I say at the beginning? Oh, I'm not going to sing. Look at me. Oh, a girl is singing. I can't hit any notes, but we're singing. So to leave you off with one of my really, really favorite songs right now at the moment. And I, this is going to tie into my full circle moment. Uh, I have so many good songs I love. But right now, Pendulum by Pearl Jams is one of the songs that have really been sitting with me recently. It's when I hear it, I get chills. I like to find things that make me feel something that's the whole thing i'm like okay i spent so much time blocking off my pain always geared for war that on the times when i was had a little bit of calm no matter how small it was i never allowed myself to really feel anything because i was always just geared and ready to go so pendulum by pearl jams is a song that's really been close and dear to my heart for the past couple months so that's what i'm going to leave you guys off with and also what i'm going to leave you off with is feel it hey run this pain together this thing we call life there's no answer to it so we're gonna ride together we're gonna heal together and most of all we're gonna keep it real together so thank you guys for staying tuned checking it out and i'll see you next week <laughs>